This just in, the ongoing comic book discussion podcast confirms comic books are cool. Welcome to a special episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Tess. And the reason this episode is special is because we are going to review the first episode of Batwoman, the CW Batwoman show, the pilot. Um, yes. we, we figured that would be a good tie-in because our first comic book was Batwoman, and we did it because we were super excited for the show. And mm-hmm. now that the show's out and Tess and I both watched it, we said, you know what? We... Let's talk about it, right? Yeah, <laughs> and we fell in love with the comic books. So we're, we've been so stoked for this series on CW. Oh, man, I, I was, I, gosh, I mean, actually, you know what, Corey? What did you think? You go first, friend. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I was going to ask you, did you watch, um, I, I guess to get a little backstory on the CW, are you caught up on other CW shows, the Arrowverse Ooh. stuff? Are you watching Arrow? Are you watching um, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow? Are you watching any of those? Good question. Um, I the most updated I am is on Supergirl, and I'm still on season two for that one. Okay. And in some era, so I've I've bounced around because it does get kind of so like we've mentioned before, it does get so soap opery that I just can't sit through it. <laughs> but I know. Oh, actually, we started. No, that's not the Arrowverse. I was gonna say Agents of Shield, but that's Marvel. Hello. Um, <laughs> that's a good one, by the way. That's fun. I like that one. It is a good one. We started it, and I was like, I was trying to go to bed, and my husband was gonna stay up and watch it, and I'm like, like so sleepy, but I'm watching it. I'm like on the edge of my seat. I, that was a good one. But you are. You're pretty. You're pretty much into it. You're in uh, Legends of Tomorrow, right, with Myra? Yeah, we're kind of. We're the same. We're kind of all over the place. Like Myra's seen uh, all of season one of Supergirl. I haven't seen any. Um, we are together. Uh, uh, just basically starting season three of Legends. Um, I think I'm up to season three on Flash, but she's like halfway through season two. So and then Arrow. We're kind of all over the place. So yeah, we're we're yeah. But the good thing is, is that this takes place in its own universe. But the reason I bring it up uh, all that is because, you know, this version of Batwoman, you know, was introduced to the TV, the CW show via last year's crossover with the whole Arrowverse crossover with, I believe it was Crisis. uh, I think, no, I think this one's Crisis on Infinite Earths is the one that's coming out this season. I think the last season was... Uh, all right, forgive me, guys. I, f- I forgot. I don't. I didn't see it. No I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet, so I forgot which it's one they lot. did. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was she was introduced as one of their annual big crossovers that they've been doing now for the past uh, three or four years uh, with all okay. the Flash, Supergirl, you know, Arrow, the whole big crossover th- event, and her them introducing her via the crossover was sort of like a them doing a backdoor pilot to see if there was interest in the show and there seemed to, that there was um all of this is a roundabout way of a me asking you did you see the backdoor <laughs> pilot and also for me saying i did not so going into this version of batwoman i'm pretty fresh as far as the cw goes but as you said we have familiarity with the comic books Right, and this is my first uh, show or media, uh, film or, um, excuse me, TV show or film that I read the comic book before 
the comic book show. Uh, so I have some opinions. <laughs> Good. That's awesome. I, I, I hope so. <laughs> I, I mean, that's what this episode's for, opinions. Yeah. So that's good that I got them. So. Yes. No, that's fantastic <laughs> that you got them. So I, you and I are pretty much then on the complete same same playing field here going into it. And mm-hmm. and I say that because neither of us have also either read past uh, that elegy, you know, um, trade. So you and I, you, Tess, you and I are both at the exact same playing field here. Um, oh, man. So that's Does exciting. Does happen again? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So you asked me what I thought overall. Mm-hmm. We'll just do some overall stuff, uh, yeah. ideas, and then just wherever the conversation goes, we're not going to break it down. We're not going to follow no. the normal you know, procedure that we normally follow. We're just going to have a free-form conversation. Um, my top-level thoughts were I enjoyed it. It wasn't perfect um Mm -hmm. as always cw is like you said very very soap opera-y which for better or worse uh right the the better aspect of that is that everyone's good looking guy guy or gal (laughs) no matter what the one thing cw does great is that everyone's fantastic looking so there's always eye candy um why not (laughs) why not it's it's a visual medium just like comic books and and you know and they all act, you know, they're all decently decent actors. No one's like terrible so far, doesn't seem to be. And, um, but, you know, they made some different changes. And I, I agree with some of the changes that they made. Some of the changes, uh, others, I was like, okay, you know, whatever. I, I see what you're doing, though. Um, but overall, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't the best pilot I'd ever seen in my entire life. But I see the potential. I see where it could go. And I, I like Ruby. I love Ruby Rose. I think she's awesome. Mm-hmm. She's perfect as Kate Kane. And uh, yeah, that, that's so far. I was like, cool. I was like, this is neat. I, I didn't regret the sixty minutes that I spent with it. Um, yeah. What about and you? There were a lot of there were a lot of differences um, compared to the comic book. And at first. I was like, I'm mad. It's so different. And then I was like, wow, I'm such a freaking hypocrite because I make fun of people that are mad that the comic book movie isn't like the comic. I'm like, get over it. It's a film. It's different. And here I am upset. But first of all, I want to start out by saying that I am a longtime fan of Ruby Rose. I um, knew of her back when she did this, uh, I don't know if you call it like a music video or like an artistic film where she went from hyper-feminine to hyper-masculine or androgynous. Um, and it was a really powerful message that she was trying to portray. And I was like, oh my goodness, who is this girl? Also, she's very, very attractive. Um, my husband knows. It's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, <laughs> but then uh, then we saw her in Orange is the New Black. And then I think she was in a couple other things. She was a model. And then when I saw her as Kate, Kane, I was like, holy cow, duh, of course, like, this is perfect. Who else that, I mean, not even just at her status, but, like, she's got the the strut, she's got the look, she's got the background to understand Kate's struggles. The only thing that really stuck out to me was that, so, if you don't know Batwoman, she's gay. It's a big deal um, in the comic book and in here. But in the comic book, she, it wasn't like the fact that she came out as gay was like a second tier problem. The first tier problem was that Kate was a rebellious person and she took a situation where she was kicked out of boot camp or the military and because she was gay and she rebelled. Um, And she just did a lot of stupid things. And that's why her dad was so upset with her. However, and he loved her in the comic book, by the way. 
But here, it was just all about that she was gay. And every struggle that she faced, every rejection that everybody had towards her was because she was gay. And I was like, gosh, you know what? I just didn't pick that up from the comic. I saw somebody coming back. And you know what? If you listen to our first episode, our first or second episode of our first comic, I made a comment that she like goes to breakfast with her girlfriend and it was like, oh, she's just at breakfast with her girlfriend. It's not like, hey, everybody, look, she's gay, look. But it just was like that for this show. It was like, hey, guys, don't forget she's gay and nobody likes her because she's gay, okay? Like it was just... Not the right issue to target on. And maybe I'm way too passionate about that, but that's what stuck out the most to me because I really feel like LGBT is not represented 100% properly in film or TV. It's always just like, oh, look at these two girls making out. And of course the girl falls in love with a guy because she can't possibly be as gay as Kate Kane. Like, what? Come on, bring it back, guys. What's it about? It's about a girl who makes a comeback. That's <laughs> that's what the important part is, and she has the support of her dad who doesn't have to, but here in the show, he just doesn't support her, and that well, that was also my other favorite part. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused because towards the end, they have that conversation, and, you know, he talks about how he, you know, he just, he wanted her to go in the military, but then he was going to kind of just pull some strings and get her a desk job, and he, he says, because I'm selfish, and, you know, I love you, and I want to be protective, but he, he mentioned, you know, not at all caring about who she was as a, as a gay, like, as a, he's like, I didn't, I don't care that you're gay, not in a negative way. He was like, mm-hmm. I don't care that you're gay. That doesn't that's not whatever bothered me it seems like the dad is supportive of her I guess I didn't pick up on as much of the the negativity of it but also Mm -hmm. I'm also not looking at it through the same lens um, as you are and I mean even when I was telling my wife Myra when we were eating dinner I was like yeah it was I was like I enjoyed it you know I was like it's nice that the CW seems to be okay with you know putting gay characters in the forefront um, because my wife loves uh, Katie Lutz uh, uh, is that her name I I believe uh, White Canary on Legends of Tomorrow and uh, she's she's very openly bisexual on that show that character is very openly bisexual and um you know i was like but as a straight male i'm like oh you know good job for cw you know for for doing these these characters i what i think is justified you know i think they're doing them well mm-hmm. um and then with kate kane you know I, I thought that they were portraying it in, in a positive manner but like i said i don't have the same filter as as you do so i don't have uh, i probably didn't pick up on as many like little things that you that you probably did you know that probably went right mm-hmm. past me um and maybe i'm being too passionate about that but i guess i just like when when it comes to like because I am part of the LGBT community. I'll just say that right here. Um, and it's like when, you know, the community is on the fr- the forefront, I just, I guess I get kind of defensive maybe. Maybe that's what it was too. I don't know. But well, I just want to be sure. I'm not saying that you're, I disagree with you. I, I, let's, let's be clear. I'm not at all saying I disagree with you. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I, I just was saying I didn't pick up on it as much. But I, that is no way, shape, or form saying that you're wrong and I'm right. Uh, in fact, I would say I, I'm probably wrong <laughs> in this scenario because I'd say you probably know more about the situation than I do um so I, I I trust in in value your opinion in this regard so if you say that it was a little too heavy-handed or not quite um you know uh the target that they should have gone for then I I trust your opinion I I go with you on that 
um well beside that and that's that could go into a whole discussion but beside that like what did you think of the story itself and how she kind of discovered that she wanted to become batwoman uh i thought as a whole it was all very sort of rushed this episode was was very rushed um you know her her ex-lover that gets captured um guys spoilers just this episode's a freeform <laughs> conversation so yeah if yeah, you haven't yeah. seen the episode go watch it before we talk about it but you know the fact that her her ex-lover was so easily you know got back like they you know they rescued her like everything in this episode got really quickly tied up and they, i feel like they rushed through a, a couple beats a little too quickly like totally, like yeah. what were what was her training all about and then you know the the idea that she's training to become one of these one of her father's like basically paramilitary unit people i was like oh so did everyone else in this unit have to uh, almost die in a freezing lake at the beginning <laughs> <laughs> no, like I didn't quite track why she felt the need to go so extreme with her training when it was like in the comics, she went to the extreme because the, her dad found out what she was doing and said, mm-hmm. well, you're going to die if you're not better prepared. So let me get you in touch with all of these. Basically, it was her own version of Bruce Wayne becoming Batman. It's like, let me, yeah. let me, you get trained in some cr- like crazy training, just insane training to make you, you know, superhero machine. Um, whereas in this, they kind of just implied that she did this crazy training just so she could be a part of her dad's military unit. And then my question the is, yeah, the yeah. crows, which... I like I like the, the the take they're doing with that. I like what they're doing with her dad and the whole paramilitary unit and her stepmom. That's different than the comics. It gives a reason for the dad and the stepmom to be more involved. Um, I just didn't buy that she almost drowns in a frozen lake just to become one of these quote unquote crows. Right, like it's it almost uh, bled through as that like she was so desperate for her father's love or attention that she would do anything for it. Whereas in the comic, she got endless, boundless amounts of love from her dad. If anything, what propelled her forward was her father, and that was what made the comic so special. But here, I mean, do we know? Okay, and correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, so Elegy is the first of one series. Is there? Is this the only Batwoman rebirth? Is is Elegy? That's the 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 most. You know what I'm yes, talking about? Yes, that's that's like the like the current version. You mean like? Yeah, ye- I guess I just want to make sure there's not another rebirth version like there is for Captain Marvel. There's like two new. No, comics. no, this is no, okay. this is one sort of trage- trajectory from my understanding. There, okay. I, th- I feel like they're they're totally tapping into the Greg Rucka story of Elegy and then wherever that goes which you and I don't know where that goes because we haven't read past the first one but they already in this episode established that Alice is her sister like Mm -hmm. at the end of the episode they established that and so they're not even hiding that fact but dad the dad doesn't know that Kate is um, Batwoman, though. So that's that's the oh, difference. Oh, that's right. So that's a bit yeah. of a difference right now. Now, what did you think about the fact that we don't even see her as proper Batwoman yet? Like, she's more of, like, a female Batman. I think it will show, like, how she really uh, makes her, her individuality shine. Because she'll be like, I want to add my touch to it. And then maybe they'll be like, no. Sh- or she'll think, like, no, I have long hair. I'm, or no, I'm a girl, so let me put on long hair so they know I'm not Batman. Like, she wants to make sure they know that they're being saved by Batwoman. 
Right. You know what I mean? And and Batman's missing in this one in the in the show. Right. As yeah. Opposed to the comic book. So which is interesting. So this this I was trying to figure out what quote unquote universe this is. It's not the same as the Arrowverse. Like this is not the same Gotham. It's a multiverse scenario. She's in her own like little universe and. This almost feels like an extension of the Christopher Nolan Batman universe um, huh. to me, and, like which would be Batman Begins, Batman Returns, or, and, or Dark Knight Rises. Sorry, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. Uh, it feels like it's an extension of that version of Batman, although they don't explicitly say it. Um, but you do know that in this universe, uh, Batman exists, the Joker exists, because they, they mentioned that uh, at the end, the uh, Fox Luke Fox, who's who is um, Lucius Fox's son, uh, yeah. which is which was Morgan Freeman's character in Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Um, Alfred, she says, she said, uh, Ruby Rose even said, you know, oh, Alfred's the password. So fa- Alfred existed. The Joker right. exists. Um, so it seems yeah. like it's a fully fully fleshed out your normal Batman universe, like. For example, yeah. like in the Arrowverse with Green Arrow and the Flash, Batman does not exist in that universe. Whereas oh. here, this is like a full-on Batman universe that we all understand to be Batman, and, and but, but now he's gone for for some whatever reason. Doesn't um doesn't Green Arrow doesn't he isn't he part of the Justice League? With Batman, he is in the comic books, but oh, oh, when they okay. oh, I see when they launched the Arrowverse with the Green Arrow, they could not do anything with Batman because the Batman movies, the Christopher Nolan movies, were were happening like they were in full swing. So wow, CW yeah. could do um, you know things with like Ra's al Ghul and stuff, uh, but they couldn't do Batman at all. And over time. To me, it kind of felt like Arrow just started to become Batman. Like, they just started <laughs> giving him Batman villains to fight and, you know, kind of all this stuff. And I was just like, you just really wanted – you should have just been doing Batman this whole time. But here here it's a Batman universe. And I personally think it's cool that we're, this whole first episode, she's basically just wearing a modified version of his costume. Like, it has not been deeply modified yet to have her hair and everything. It's more of just – Batman's costume just sort of modified for the for the female form and I like that I like that in the, at least as, as an episode that was really rushed I'm glad that we didn't get to the point where she has the red hair in this episode I like give it us a couple, been too much it would have been much, so right? much to take on yeah I totally agree with you and um I'm pretty updated with the Batman world like Gotham like my dad used to watch it when I was a kid so like you know I was I was there for that whole like when Tim Burton started making his movies that's when I was introduced to Batman especially when I was born so um but it's you know what's so interesting is that you really have to think like about these shows um that they put on and everything like you can't like do we cross over the universes how much of the comic book do we bring in like it's not like any other uh tv show or movie like they really have to consider a lot of story they have to have a lot of expertise on their team to like make it make sense that's a lot of pressure yeah i mean it's it's helpful that they have a a, a really solid template in the greg rucka story you know for Mm -hmm. them to sort of follow and they are just clearly diving it head deep into it um and making their own little corrections like the fact that in the comics her dad is the one that set up her Batcave, whereas here she's literally just using 
Um, I, I took it as one of Batman's auxiliary bat caves because it's more of in the city. I don't think it's uh, necessarily like his main one because it doesn't seem like there's a car in there or anything. But, right. you know, if you read the comics and stuff and everything, Batman, the idea, Batman has like little mini bat caves kind of all over the city. Um, and it seems like she sort of usurped this one. But I like I like that. I That's one change that I actually enjoy that they made um, because, you know, just how hard would it be for her dad to create, like, a whole arsenal for her? Now, in the comics, it happened over the course of, like, five years. He, right. he built everything while she was away doing her training. But this, this was a way for them just to kind of speed it up. But what did you think about that change that they've made? No, I liked it. It made it pretty, like, smooth because if they didn't do it that way, they certainly would have to explain a lot. And instead of creating an entirely new, like, giant plot point, they simplify it. Simplified it. Like, it was behind a bookcase. <laughs> like, ta-da, here it is. And here's all your weapons and here's your costume. Go, go, go. And you have an assistant that can show you how to do everything. It just kind of... As much as we don't want the story to speed along, there are things like that. It's like, yeah, yeah, okay, boy walks into cave. Cave, ooh, wonderful things. Wow, I could do so many things with this. I could, you know what I mean? And, oh, yes, it's like they had somebody to explain it for them. Everything was right there. Like, we, we don't need to know that little bitty, those little bitty chunks. Like, we got it, you know? And the, to be truthful, like, Batman's Batcave has gone through so many changes in the com. Like, in the comics, there there was a time where... Um, they even went like, you know, I think it was in the eighties or the nineties where they could be the seventies. I'm, I'm not sure off the top of my head, but they went so far as to say that, uh, Bruce, like that cave actually existed and was built there like by his dad. So bat, like Bruce kind of like just inherited it sort of, he stumbled on it himself, but it was already fully built because then his dad was a crime fighter at one point in the comics. It, they've done so much stuff. Yeah, exactly. I, I think at the end of the day, you just want to get to uh, um, Ruby Rose wearing the costume and, and kicking yeah. butt. And that's where this show does shine. Ruby Rose is the highlight of the show. Um, she she can kick butt. I like how, especially at the end fight, where she just has doesn't have any problem kind of like mixing it up. And like like the end fight scene was so cool because it had so many elements of Batman in it, just people you know goons kind of getting sucked off into the darkness via you know bat you know her. And I liked how you think it's Batman, and then you know she steps out of the shadows, and even when she saves her her you know ex girlfriend, I love how she just like Batman, she just jumps and grabs her like you know mm-hmm. I'll figure out the landing when the ground hits. You yeah, know, I was like, like oh my god, <laughs> yeah, what, where are you going? And that Gravity. was that was cool. I liked that. Yeah. I like that a lot. I liked Ruby Rose as as Batwoman. I think she's awesome as Batwoman. Um, yeah. So yeah, hit it, hit it. There's there's the changes that they made were were cool. Um, but yeah, some of them not so great. But some of them, you know, were decent. Um, what like what did you think of the of the fight scenes? Like, how do you think? How well do you think they pulled off all the fighting and everything? I think it's good. I think I think Miss Ruby's real new to this, so a lot of it was like. Huh! Like bracing for hit and one, two, three, one, two, three, just a little bit. Um, and there were moments where I did see, I can't stand it when I can see the stunt double. Oh, like yeah. when they stay on the stunt double too long to see that it's a wig or to see that, you know, it's not Ruby. 
Um, and that's where this one's a little, it got a little cheesy for me. It was like, it was really, I mean, it was really beautiful. It was like a dancing montage. They were like, one, two, three, ding, into the elevator. And we're going to fight in the elevator. We're going to fight, ding, we're at the level. And we're fighting again. Another person, like, waiting for her on the next level. Because they were like, uh, uh, Batwoman, she's here. Or Kate Kane or whatever, she's here. Um, it was, uh, it was interesting. It was interesting. I could see right through it. But in that is the entertainment. That's where, you, you know what I mean? I'm not booing it, but I'm not applauding it, you know, like. It's fun. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I think, again, I think the different lens is that I've seen so many CW superhero shows that I'm, yeah. I'm used to, like, <laughs> you know, the, the person doing the stunt double being not at all remotely looking like yeah. <laughs> the, the actor that they're trying to portray. And I think that's the one place where the CW just – it doesn't have the, the finances the same as, like, a movie does to really hide right. the, the – the stunt doubles, but yeah, it, it's that is a that has been the bane of CW action shows since the get go. I would say. Well, then that's what you go in expecting, and then you just have fun. You know, don't judge it; just take it what it what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bad wig on yeah. on someone that's like clearly just a different body type than than Ruby Rose even has. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of wigs, I did see Alice's wig, aka Twin Beth. Yeah. Uh, her wig I was like ooh, she was great she was a great Alice and I think she's a natural blonde or she's blonde right now but they definitely didn't use that for her hair um (laughs) I was like girl can't you just get bangs just cut the bangs so we can believe you or maybe I'm totally wrong but I feel like the way the wig like they move their hair or excuse me they move their head the way that the wig either follows or or doesn't follow in the case that it's a wig it's like it's very obvious <laughs> yeah <laughs> although I, I will agree with you she was good she was a good alice i liked her yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if maybe it's a wig and the fact that if, like her it's like a wig for the character too like she's gonna Ooh. pull it off and her hair's gonna be like slicked back like it was in her flashbacks to when they're a kid you could totally be right yep i hear that but I, I'm cool. with you, though. I think she's cool looking. I like her goons. I like the masks yeah. that they're wearing. I think they're cool. I think they're neat looking. I think they did a smart – they were smart in dropping that whole storyline in the comics about this religion of crime or something. Yeah, yeah just drop, just drop yeah. that. <laughs> um, or, you know, save it for later and really, like, give us – some more meat to it because in elegy we see this quote-unquote religion of crime right when they're all dying like Mm -hmm. we get nothing before it and then she pretty much wipes them out so yeah if you're not going to do something with it then just don't even bother i'd say yeah you know yeah i hear you i i yeah but i i do like her uh speaking of alice i do like her little like scissor knife tricks that she does with her hand she's like oh yeah the butterfly knives yeah yeah that was cool and that's her signature yeah that's pretty cool you gotta have a signature you gotta have something a calling card right right batman's got the what is this boomerang battering the batter- yeah the battering <laughs> battering yeah and she's got scissor knives nobody else has that she does <laughs> that's, that's cool. cool yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i dig it no i i dug it i dug that um i i I don't know enough about Luke Fox to know if how he's going to be um, the dad. I like the dad. Uh, I like the stuff that they were doing with the stepsister and, and the yeah. stepmom. Oh, yeah. Um, I like them. Yeah, yeah. Me too. And, and the fact that it looks like the stepmom is um, kind of, you know, partners with the dad, like co-owners of this 
military corporation thing that they have going on. Um, it, I feel like it gives the stepmom a little bit something else to do. And, yeah. you know, and honestly, uh, I like the fact that they, you know, picked uh, Asian American actresses instead of just, you know, white people, like, in, like in the yeah. comic, you know. And I think that's another thing that I do think CW does well is do, it doesn't, they don't always whitewash everything. Uh, obviously, there's always room for improvement in that regard. But I think they're they're making strides in the right direction in not whitewashing, you know, every character that exists. Yeah, and 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 yeah, that's wonderful. I think that's that's awesome. It gets everybody involved. Everybody can be a fan, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So well, yeah. So do you I think mean, you're gonna move or, or like? We haven't really talked about it, but what's your interest level moving forward? Are you going to keep up with the show? Are you going to keep watching it? Yeah, I'm definitely going to keep watching it. Um, I I can see where they set her up for a lot of plot. I think that they're going to bring in pieces of the comic book. I don't really think they're going to. Obviously, they have it. They're not going to stay hard on the comic book. I think they'll bring it in to keep you know everybody along. I mean, the fact that she's Batman's cousin this time. Was she Batman's cousin in the comic book? I can't remember. You know, I was going to ask you the exact same thing because I can't <laughs> remember off the top of my head either. I I don't think that she was. If, if it was even mentioned in Elegy, it was like a throwaway line. That's, yeah. n- that's not to say that it's not something they introduced later. Um, right. You know, so I don't know offhand. I don't hate it. I don't. Yeah. I don't. That yeah. it doesn't bother me at all. Uh, it's very Sur- Supergirl esque, right? You know, because she's Superman's cousin as well, and it's like, okay, well, enough with the cousins, gosh. Right. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and here, you know, it it did what it was supposed to do, which was it gained her access to the the cave via mm-hmm. you know Luke Fox or whatever. And the only, actually, the only other thing I was a little bit you know bummed bat about is that they also resolved the, her whole problem with Batman you know like why like she thought Batman didn't save her and her and her sister and her mom you know she thought he he kind of abandoned them but yeah. that kind of got resolved quickly I, I thought that would have been something they could have she could have carried on a little bit further to add some kind of drama to her and Bruce Wayne, you know, the fact that, but, you know, she finds out that, no, he was haunted by this event for his, you know, and obsessed over it for for his entire life and everything. Yeah, it was, and she, I mean, she did kind of brew over it at the end there, but then she quickly found out that her sister's still alive, so what's there to be mad about, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, well, Uh I mean, and and the, you know, the fact that it wasn't Batman's fault that, that, you know, that... What it was that they, they physics were off. Yeah, right? Well, yeah, because I think he said the, he said um, everything should have held for the car, but because he put the grappling hook into the trunk and not like I guess like a, a frame part, he didn't take into account what the strength of the hinges of the trunk were going to be able to hold. Like that Got was it. where he he messed up his his calculations, which. I like that because I don't like Batman ever being so perfect that he can save everybody. I, lo- right, I mean, Batman's right. always still a, just a man, just a human. He's not Superman, and that's what makes Batman very interesting. You know, that's what makes that's what makes Batman interesting is that he's he's only human and he can only save what he can save. And honestly, like that whole thing about him thinking that he saved this car full of kids, but he 
not any his own fault, but he didn't, right? Like, and mm-hmm. now it haunts him. That's more intriguing to me than any other storyline that you could possibly do. Yeah, yeah. And but then I was also like, but why? So he didn't save his car full of cousins and aunt, I guess. Um, but he went to go save the school bus, and then that's on the car. It got a little confusing yeah, they said for me. In that exchange, Luke Fox said that, but he saved like 30 school kids from the Joker. That's the So I think it was implied that the Joker was probably driving that school bus that rear-ended okay. you know, their car off the bridge, and right. it, it kept going. So Batman, I think, quickly had to just do the grappling hook on the car, shoot the other end of the grappling hook on like a steel beam, and then what you don't see is he probably had then caught up with the school bus and had to go deal with that situation you know miles down the road while right, right, right. well he, and he's thinking oh I, I saved them they're fine i'm moving on now um but what he didn't know was that he accidentally hooked his grappling hook to the trunk of the car and that the trunk didn't hold the weight of the car as it slipped over so he didn't know any of that like he, he wasn't there when the car fell over because he was dealing with the joker so i mean you know, it, it, it wraps it, it. It got neatly wrapped up in a bow. Whereas, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, Kate knows that her, her, you know, her cousin's Batman. She also knows that he's not to blame for what happened. So that's th- that bit of drama is now over with, which is that's the only thing I was like, OK, that, I would have liked to have seen that bit of drama maybe carry over, you know. And if we ever see yeah. Bruce Wayne again or Batman in the show one day, that'd be interesting to see. Actually, and then he explains what happens or whatever. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Yeah, no, well, you're right. Like, you know, they, because that would be a total superhero thing where, like, say Batwoman and Batman meet up for the first time and she, they fight because she thinks that, you know, and he'd have to explain. Like, I, I just feel like I could have seen this whole, like, a whole episode exchange, you know, of them trying to get to the bottom of this. But yeah. it's gone now because, you know, it was just written away at, during this pilot. So. Well, there's bigger fish to fry in this one, I think. Yeah, I you think know so. what I mean. Do, yeah. Do you think we'll see Batman on this show? I think it'll be a lot like Supergirl, where it's just like maybe Superman comes. Uh, excuse me, Batman comes in for a sec. I think he comes in Supergirl like a couple seasons in, um, uh, or he, we just hear about him, how they communicate with him, and they just he he lives in the story through other people's stories. Right. You know, I don't know if we'll actually see him. I don't see any reason to. He had no sway really in uh, the comic, other than the fact that he made Gotham a place to save you know what i mean um gosh i I don't know do you think so yeah i i I think we will i think it but i think it's gonna be like season three or four or something like that yeah and it'll be you know a finale it'll be you know him yeah yeah yeah, or something yeah Yeah, something like that Mm -hmm. um but i think i think they do have more flexibility here because it takes place in like a batman universe with the joker i honestly think that more likely um, whatever they deem is the age of Batman, you know, in this universe. I mean, he, obviously he's older, right? He's he's obviously been doing the Batman thing for a while, so we can assume that he's older. I think there's a higher probability that Batwoman will run up against the Penguin, Scarecrow, Ooh, like somebody yeah. from from Batman's Rogues Gallery. Uh, I he's, don't he's know if it'll to, be right? the Joker. You know, I don't know if they'll they'll tap into the Joker. No, but that's that's Batman's boy. That's I mean, Batman's boy. So, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see her go up against like Mister Freeze or somebody. Yeah. You know, even maybe a maybe, Bane. Yeah, Bane. Something. You know, Poison one, Ivy, something somebody like of Batman's villains. You know, whatever is appropriate. 
I wonder if they bring in Harley Quinn or Poison Ivy because I, they're 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 bisexual or gay as well. I don't I'm think curious. I don't think we'll see Harley Quinn. I don't think we'll see the Joker just because they're doing so many movie things Movies, with her and yeah. I think that they don't want people to be confused as to yeah. you know cuz your average, you know, Joe watcher doesn't quite and I'm not, you know, poo-pooing on anybody, but a lot of times they don't quite get that this is not the same universe as the new Joker movie. They're going to be like, you know, that's at least that's what the executive's fear is. Their fear is mm-hmm. they're the piece people are going to log on and watch Batwoman, and they're going to be like, why is Joaquin Phoenix not playing the Joker? You know, right? <laughs> well, and and they're going to be like, well, I don't have a big budget. <laughs> yeah, and they're going to be like, I don't, I don't understand. This is this is too confused, and they can't grasp the idea that this is just a different universe, just a different, yeah. you know, take on. It so that's that's my thoughts. I think we'll see a couple rogues galleries of Batman's, mm-hmm. but none none that you're going to see in the movies anytime soon. So it'll be more like somebody like Mister Freeze or something. And honestly, Mister yeah. Freeze would probably be a good one to do because they could redeem the Arnold Schwarzenegger version. They could be like, here, let's actually show As. you a cool, you know, a good <laughs> Mister Freeze versus Arnie, right? The best Mister Freeze, yeah. really. <laughs> oh my God, so many ice puns in that movie Corey. we could do a drinking game and we would be blasted by the end yeah my goodness that movie is i hate that movie dude you do I hate, I hate. oh i love it it's so cheesy the robin in that one oh. is just so it's so sexist as well the way yeah. they like hit on batgirl alfred's niece and oh my gosh it's it's gold for the sake of nostalgia but it's not a good movie. No, we they definitely deserve another Mr. Freeze movie. Like <laughs> They definitely deserve it. To, to, Mr. Freeze did not do well on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but and I, oh, I but I do hope, you know, moving forward, I do hope that they that they get the the LGB, you know, uh, stuff correct. You know, I, I do hope that yeah. that they they move in a direction that I guess what just just make make it more normal, right? Like make it just mm-hmm. not like like why does it have to be a big deal that that she's gay? Just it just is what it is, and just right. normalize it. Don't don't it doesn't have to be a, a a giant issue topic, right? Yeah, I mean they don't do that for um, a straight lead characters. It just is. Right. They just are. They you know it's, but I mean, gosh, it. I mean that's a whole other conversation to be honest. It's like to live in a world where you don't really fit in and where being accepted for your sexuality is is not totally today and maybe not tomorrow. So it's it's still a hard life to live, and you do need to show how those re- repercussions, I guess you would say play into effect uh, the character of a person and how that influences them and the next things that they do and what they want to do in life and stuff like that. So, I mean, maybe that's too deep, but I just um, I just want to see it well represented. And I feel like they're on their way. I really do. And maybe they're already there and I'm just being too sensitive about that. That's fine. I'm open to that. But I just, I, I guess I'm just defensive because I really just want them to get it right, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I mean, you, you like this character. You wanted, you know, to see yeah. this character, you know, be done right and i i totally understand that i totally like get that point of view and i i want them to do it right too i i like i said i have just different lens on these kind of things and you know i don't ever want to say anything that i think is inappropriate or whatever i want to i Mm -hmm. i want to have the conversation with you about it i want you know Mm -hmm. this to be something we talk about because i don't think it, it should 
it shouldn't it shouldn't be something we don't talk about right like it right. shouldn't be something that we just like let it go away we should just we should discuss it and we should put it out in the open and everything yeah so i i want your point of view on all of that on all of this kind of stuff because i certainly it's it's i don't have it right so <laughs> <laughs> thanks Pat. yeah you know yeah yeah <laughs> but overall i mean i'm i'm looking forward to episode two to be honest i'm excited to see where they go with this you know now i don't have to watch it in the eyes of you know having to you know wanting to review it so I, you know it's just kind of a little bit more freedom to just watch sit back and relax and just watch see what happens right you know and just go with it so i guess yeah so i guess we won't be this will be a one-off then we won't, we won't be doing any more of these Oh, no, 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 no. It didn't stress me out. I just wanted to make sure that I had the right points and that I was like, okay, you know, which part of this was from the comics? Yeah. No, no, no. I like this. I like this style. This this free flow style. This, this is my style, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll probably, I'll, I'll, it's it's on my record queue, you know. Um, yeah. I don't have too much time to, to watch TV and I'm dying to watch The Boys on Amazon yes! Prime. Yes! Uh, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So I'll I'll try to keep up with this uh, as well. Um, if you tell me, like, if you're like, hey, the next episode is great, I'll probably be more inclined to, to watch it. Okay. But um, I, I'll, I'll try to keep up with it, to, to be truthful with you, because I did like what I saw. Um, I want to support it. I like the character. I like the fact that, you know, uh, the main character's lesbian. I, I like that they're that they're going there with that. I like that they're not shying away from that. And this that's someone who, who's grown up in the 80s, grew up in the 90s. So I know that, like, characters like this and seeing her relationship with her girlfriend, just even 10 years ago, you wouldn't have seen this. Five years ago, maybe, right? Right. But like, I mean, we did it. Yeah. So, I mean, this yeah. is this is still breaking new ground. And I mm-hmm. I want to support that. I want to be, you know, I want to I want it to be a positive experience. Um, but I don't want them to, you know, I don't want them to to mess it up. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I, I can I, I, I can only imagine that they probably have writers on there that are LGBT, you know, they have oh, to I'm be. I'm sure. You can't. You I know there not. is one. Good. One of our listeners, her wife uh, is a writer on oh, it, so that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, maybe we can mm-hmm. uh, maybe we can pick her brain one of these days. But um, That would be cool, yeah. <laughs> but all in all, I dug it. I really did dig it, and it's just time. Time is the only thing that keeps me from, from watching stuff. So I, I if mm-hmm. I have the time, I'll definitely watch it. I'll probably definitely watch episode two. Um, I'm, I'm excited for her to get her hair and everything to, like you know but her hair done yeah but at the same time i'm (laughs) glad they didn't rush into that i i do like to see the evolution of the character i liked in batman begins you know like um, over half the movie he wasn't even batman right in batman begins so i thought i was like that's cool i dig that so i hope i do hope that they wait but at the same time i'm very much looking forward to her becoming her full realized self Right. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So two two thumbs, two batarangs up, or two butterfly Four. knives up. There you go. Butterfly. <laughs> well, I guess yeah, butterfly knives. Yeah. Are you gonna are you gonna get some <laughs> butterfly knives and start messing around with that? Yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was uh, this was a fun little little impromptu, a little impromptu yeah. review session that we thought was maybe going to be twenty minutes, but turned out to be about forty five. So <laughs> that's how we roll. That's, that's how we roll. That is how we roll. Um, <laughs> but we got to record another episode real quick. So before we get to that, we'll leave you guys and gals with uh, where can we find you, Tess, online? 
You can find me on Instagram at Tessianos. That's T-E-S-S-L-L-A-N-O-S. And Corey, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Corey Nation and on a few podcasts. I'll just rattle them off really quick. Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We talk about Seinfeld every week. Podcast After Dark, every two weeks we talk about horror movies and cult movies and stuff like that. So good. Thank you. And uh, occasionally on the Blast from Our Past podcast. And yeah. If you guys could uh, rate and review ongoing comic book discussion podcast on Apple on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate us five mm-hmm. stars and leave us a review, that is the biggest thing you could do to help us out because that's how we get new listeners on uh, Apple Podcasts, which is still the main like source for podcasts so yeah well i feel like an even bigger compliment is recommending us to your friends yes yes (laughs) your nerd friends go on tell them (laughs) (laughs) yes that is awesome too and uh we appreciate all the love and support you guys have given us so far as we're a new little fun little uh comic book podcast and uh, already we've only been online for a few weeks and we already feel the love so thank you we do Oh, man. Yeah, you said that. All right, Corey, my friend. Well, we're going to head on. We're going to fly on out of here. There you go. And uh, keep going. Keep recording. we got another episode to record this evening. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time on Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. My butterfly knives. This has been another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion with Tess and Corey. Follow us at OCD Podcast on Instagram and Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast on Facebook. You can also review us on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, and support us on Patreon. Tune in next week for another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion with Tess and Corey. (laughs) 